E-commerce has seen its market share rocket during the past two years as the pandemic made shopping from home a must in many markets. But one of the biggest gains has been the quantum leap that online retail has made in developing markets. Growth of domestic platforms, as well as cross-border trade, has opened up literally a world of shopping opportunities for consumers in these markets. This has been aided by new payment services that are enabling consumers who don't have access to traditional credit cards and other banking services to purchase goods online. Brazil, for example, is expected to see e-commerce reach $26 billion in 2021 this year and hit $35 billion by 2025. South Africa's e-commerce market is expected to reach $7.7 billion by 2025. And then there's India. The nation's e-commerce market is expected to grow 20 to 25 percent annually to reach a size of 120 to 140 billion dollars by 2026. Another growth market for both online and physical retail is Iran. This upper middle income nation of 83 million people has a retail market worth an estimated 167 billion dollars. Over the last decade, the development of digital payments and more advanced logistics services and the growth of transportation and telecommunications has driven the rise of e-commerce platforms. I'm Jane Singer and thank you for joining me on A Seat at the Table. Each week I sit down with industry leaders, innovators, entrepreneurs and authors who share their expertise, experience and insights so that we can identify those steps that lead to greater success. In this episode, I'm talking with Nasser Shaverdi, founder of RAS Mall, an online platform for the Iranian market. We'll be discussing some of the opportunities and challenges that e-commerce faces as more Iranian consumers look to both traditional e-commerce and the newer social commerce that's becoming popular around the world. Before we get started, if you haven't already visited our website, why not take a look? You can find the show notes for each podcast episode all of the previous episodes of A Seat at the Table, and we'll be adding other information and announcements there. You can find it at seat.fm. That's S-E-A-T dot F-M. F-M because it's a podcast. Now let's dive into this week's episode with Nasser Shaverdi. I'm very happy to have you on A Seat at the Table. I think it's really interesting to be able to learn a little bit more about the Iran market because it's not something that we hear about that often. We tend to be a little more familiar with the Western markets and with um, some of the big Asian markets. Thank you for your time. It's much pleasure and my honor to participate in this amazing talk with you and also ready to share with you some information about our market. Perhaps we can start off by just a few insights into what you feel that perhaps people either don't understand or maybe they misunderstand about the consumer market in Iran. Sure. Basically, I would like to share with you some information about the market. As you know, online retail share in the total market of the, some countries like China, UK, USA, Japan, France, Germany, Russia, Turkey, Brazil, and Iran. Only 3.2% is the share of online retail in my country, and much different with the other countries like China with 44.8% of total share of retail. 
but the market is young and also has many opportunity for player in the social media and the online shopping and uh, that's interesting for me to say about the number of online store in Iran near uh, 49,000 online store with namot symbol in the trust symbol of who working in the e-commerce from ministry of the industry and the also in the best share on the most of share of retail in social media in the telegram and in instagram social commerce retail i mean plus online stores totally 3.2% of online retail share you know about the fashion i would like to say about the brands and the develop of new market you know about iran market so young and also attractive for the foreign brands and it's important to know about the consumer behavior more than anything else because we are talking about the fashion and industry that is very important in retail in the world right now i'm so hopeful about the future of this industry in iran because many of my friends working in this line and i see the goods and the brands in market and exporting to the other countries right. anyway right. do you see do you see sort a growth in the number of domestic iranian brands that are coming onto the market now yeah i see increasing in the brands but not totally all brands be successful in market like the global market as you know many of brands in the local market successful but in the global market no so uh, so in other words the brands are able to to do well at home but it's difficult for them to try to expand outside into other markets because the strategy because the structure because the vision and the something most important factor is customer you have to be careful about the strong players in global industry and also about the design style size and the what the customer wants from you because the customer base as customer centric of the the, the heart of a strategy of any company on in the world customer need what he wants in other words what you're saying is that a lot of these brands need to really evaluate what they're offering and then if they if they're wanting to go into global markets to really identify which global markets might be most suitable for the kind of products they're offering based on the the consumer preferences in those markets based on the sizing and so forth as opposed to just trying to enter the world market without much yeah we have market research and we see iranian brands do that the middle east and the also in gcc countries and the cis countries is good i think in the destination countries maybe cis countries 
because in the Middle East and the GCC countries, many of big player and also many of the brands working in the fashion industry and that's difficult to compete with them. We'd like to learn more about what you're doing with Aria Mall and to some of the opportunities within Iran's market. Yeah, the platform trying to open new door for customers who wants to buy and visualize experience of buying like customer go for shopping in a mall. You know, it's not easy to choose a platform and starting and not focus on the customer's need. We use the video marketing for products and added this opportunity to any goods. And uh, if someone would like to buy any goods, he can see a video about it and feeling the real experience of touching and for promoting brands, for choosing the goods and for something like that, the customers feeling more. Yeah, I think that's interesting. From the numbers that I've seen, Iran's e-commerce market has just grown tremendously over the last, let's say, five years. Do you think this is being driven mainly by younger consumers or do you think just across the entire population, everybody is sort of picked up the idea to shop online? Yeah, uh, very good question. In the Iran market, the online platform and the e-commerce platform, the most popular and the growing is fast. And I think that the young people helped the market and the Z generation and the Alpha generation very soon and help the rate of sales and the online solution for people fast and very good for the new player to enter this market. But I think that the pandemic helped people to find the best way for choosing brands and also buying goods in home uh, because of these days, not only in fashion, in uh, the services, in uh, ordering the food, in uh, like said, the, uh, the logistics, Uber and the other platform. We have these days, some of them in my country and localize the global platform for people, not only just for buying fashion, for many things. If you want to buy, for example, bread, you, you can stay at home and also application help you. I think that many of platform trying to copy the soul of a strategy and just rename a new name, only focus on the name. You have you have to have a great vision for a business and you have to focus on the what a customers need and where you want to stand in the competition with the other players. Right, right. 
So, so what you're saying really is that it's not as much as to whether you're online or in physical stores. You have to understand what that customer wants and work from a strategy of providing the product they want. And then you work backwards to see whether or not online will work better for you or physical stores or probably an omni-channel approach. That's right. And you check the market and the culture and the customer behavior and customer journey and you write and write a strategy for your business but you have to do a step by step and checking the market this is right or correct or not customers wants if you want to success in any country and expand the market to another countries and market you have to check about the other brands our idea in Aurea mall came from a university and one of my teachers and i have promoted this idea but on that time i don't have i didn't have any solution for starting this business because we have started from Instagram. Instagram, right, Instagram basically is a strong player in online shopping with a leader, a great leader of online shopping in Iran. Competition with Instagram with a leader in online shopping is beautiful because someone uh, open a page on Instagram, write a strategy, a correct thing, a strategy for promoting the goods. And easily, many people buying from that platform, easily and free. Okay, in, in, uh, this, in these days, we have to check about the social commerce and E2E economy everybody to everybody economy make change in the online solution and directly many people yeah so you saw a lot of people who were shopping on instagram a lot of people in iran using instagram to shop and then how did that sort of lead you to think about aria mall right the trust is key factor because because you have for example, a brand have an Instagram account and no physical place and no verification and no trust between that brand with customers. Uh, online shopping basically focus on trust between customer and seller. You know what the Amazon do in business is making trust and uh, safe shopping for customers. Right. So, so then where does Aria Mall fit into this? You're looking to position Aria Mall then as an opportunity for people to, to do e-commerce, but to also leverage a platform that provides that, that trust, right? That seems to be missing if you're just doing sort of social shopping. In other words, you're trying to take Aria Mall and 
create that as sort of an intermediary where people can enjoy e-commerce, but also have a level of trust that they might not get through social commerce. Making trust with people need time. I'm sure that you agree with this. Because if you want to make a platform and don't focus on trust, you lose many customers. The services you want to show the customers is that fast delivery or same delivery. And matching the product in your platform with what they get from you exactly in the specification, in color, in the, pro- the quality of products and the other factors. We are trying to make with customers one by one and appreciate any customer who wants to buy or not, giving information, consultant, and giving best advice for them for help to find what they want. So you're adding that personalization in there to actually advise people based on what they're looking for. And the advice for customers, you mean, they want to connect with our platform and ask questions for guiding about the products. And uh, many times what we have on platform is not good for them. They, we advise them to choose, for example, what's your need? What's color? What's brand? What you want exactly? Yeah, I think that's interesting because most platforms are really just set up from the point of view of selling a product, right? Showcasing the product and then people can buy it. So I think it's interesting that you've identified the importance of the trust component and also the fact that that interaction with the consumer so that they can actually ask questions, you can provide them with advice before they buy something. I think that's a really interesting strategy. Thank you so much. We are checking about the new technology, new method, and also welcome new brands and adding new services. Recently, I have a good relation with one of my friends for a special logistic, for same delivery and for low cost delivery of goods for customers and a very good connection with FMCG recently in fast fast delivery and FMCG sector. Thank you so much for sharing so many insights, Nasser. It's really been a pleasure hearing everything that you have to, to share about what's happening in the Iranian market and how brands can tackle the global market as well. Thank you so much for your time. You have very good platform like Amazon, like Walmart, many international brands working in our market and economy push us globally to connect and collaborate together and connecting platform internationally help to find the new market and for easy shopping for anyone in any country all around the world. Wow, I think that's really great. Well, thank you again. It was really a pleasure to have you on the show, Nasser. Wish you tremendous success. Thank you so much. Thanks for your time and hope that you'll be safe 
and best wishes for you and inside fashion. If you enjoyed this episode of A Seat at the Table, join me each week when I sit down with industry leaders, innovators, entrepreneurs, and authors who share their expertise, experience, and insights about succeeding in business and in life. And don't forget to check out our podcast website where you can find all of the previous episodes of A Seat at the Table podcast, the show notes, news about our upcoming masterclass series, and lots of other useful information. You can find it at seat.fm. That's www.seat.fm, FM, because it's a podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I'm Jane Singer, and I'll see you in the next podcast episode.